And welcome to your favorite dumpster fire, the hillbilly and the hipster. My name is Chad McCool, and join with me as always in studio is my brother from another mother, Andy Crow. What's shaking, Andy? Why, hello there. So I always love your random intros. I know. Just when I think I know and I'm mimicking you on my side, you change it up, and it just it makes me happy. I was uh, I had to drive a lot today, so I was thinking through a few of them. If you you want an inside scoop into what's in my head while I'm stuck in traffic in the Denver metro, I most certainly, buddy. I've been with you when we've been stuck in traffic. I don't need to know what's going on in your head. Probably because I'm too busy trying to figure out what's going on in mine. Yes, it is a dumpster fire for a reason. What is it they say in the fire business? That's a four-alarm fire. <laughs> oh, so what's, 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 what's been going what they on? Say in the biz. What's been going on? We haven't been? recorded for a couple weeks. We had some schedule mishaps, and both, I think, each of us fell asleep one night, and There's somebody didn't feel well. <laughs> Sickling. Uh, no, so uh, yeah, I've spent some time with mom over the last couple of weeks. Um, she continues to to shock and awe everybody with with how she's progressing, so that's exciting. Uh, she uh, so yesterday it won't be yesterday when this when this comes out, but as of recording, yesterday uh, is was my youngest birthday. He turned seven, and so my mom. Uh, Called him today to tell him happy birthday because I forgot to call her and let her talk to him yesterday. Uh, there was a mix mix up on communication on our part. Imagine that. Um, but so since mom has had the stroke, her voice has changed. And I was trying to describe it to Chad earlier. And the best I can describe is uh, Billy Bob Thornton from Sling Blade. Um, and thankfully, mom doesn't listen to this. So I'm not going to get in trouble for that. But uh, so I, I call her and I was like, hey, mom, hold on. You know, I'll get I'll get Mayday. Uh, and so he comes running to the phone. He was like, hey, grandma. And she's like, hey, do you have a good birthday? And he was like, "Whoa, grandma, you almost sound normal. <laughs> and my my heart sank because I was like, buddy, you're going to hurt her feelings. And so I didn't say anything to him. Uh, and then so uh, mom talked to him for a little bit. And then she talked to my oldest. And then I got on the phone, and I'm like, she's going to light me up. And Mom's like, do you think I sound almost normal, too? <laughs> I was like, yeah, Mom, you're you're getting there. And then God love her. She's like, I've only got one more week in this rehab. And I was like, I'm pretty sure they told me three on Sunday. Nope, they told me one. I said, oh, well. I bet I'm right and you're wrong, but we'll figure it out together. Well, I don't know. She wasn't necessarily wrong in the hospital in Nashville. <laughs> she was like a day off from when they were moving her out of the ICU. But no, but the thing was, it wasn't. I'm going to rehab today. Which she she was going home. Right. That's right. So my mom said in the ICU, and she's like, hey, "I'm going home tomorrow." And I was like, nah, "I don't think you are." And they moved her out of the ICU. Well, it but is yeah, October. She's she's doing better. It is hey, October. Happy Pastor Appreciation Month. That's right. It's Pastor Appreciation Month, and I just have to say, 
Um, I have to give a shout out to Melinda, friend of the show. She does listen. Friend of the and, show, Melinda. Shout out, Melinda. And I received, we were talking about this in our pre-show meeting. Um, I received the best pastor appreciation gift I've ever received. And it is a homemade blanket, and it is wonderful. Melinda, ma'am, the only thing that could have, and I know you don't know me. I understand that. Uh, maybe, maybe one day, uh, you'll, I'll have the privilege of meeting you. Um, but the only thing that could have made that blanket better, um, and I don't know that your wife would agree with this Chadwick, but it's okay. She can be wrong. Um, the only thing that would have made that blanket better is if it would have had my face on it. (laughs) Your face already hangs in my office at the church. I'm going to take I'm going to get that framed and and put it in my office at my office. You may you may get you may get one for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, nothing, nothing says third wheel in a relationship like you and your wife cuddled up underneath a blanket of me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guess what you're getting? Guess what you're getting? I'm not. I'm not gonna buy you the blanket with my face on it. I'm gonna go one step further. I found a website, and this really didn't pop into my head until we started talking about the blanket. But I'm gonna buy you a pair of boxers with nothing but my face on it. <laughs> I don't know if this is podcast friendly at this point, but that's that's happening for Christmas this year. I'm about to get canceled, but that's the gayest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> Today, maybe. (laughs) Anyway, that's happening. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the fire in the dumpster. Uh, We're glad you joined us um, to get kind of back on topic. If you are blessed to have a uh, great pastor, please, please let them know that you appreciate them. Here's the thing. Gifts are great. Um. Not necessarily necessary. No. Uh, some of my favorite gifts that I received from uh, congregants when I was uh, in vocational ministry was, you know, I, I had a student come up to me uh, and give me the biggest hug I think I've ever gotten. And they were like, I can't buy you a present, but I just want you to know that I love you and gave me this this big hug. <clears throat> and it was it meant the world to me. I think to this day, that's my favorite uh, pastor appreciation gift. So, um, bare minimum, let your pastor know that you're thankful for them. Uh, let them know you're praying for them. Let them know you love them. Um, don't forget their wives. Um, Absolutely. There's a meme that circulates every so often. It's circulating right now. I, I would share it every time I saw it, especially when I was in vocational ministry, was uh, pray for your pastor's wife. Because she has to put up with the pastor seven days a week, and you put up with him at three at best. <laughs> and only for three or four hours at a time. Like, she's with him all the time. Right. So so, so pray for your pastor's wife. Let them know that you love them as well. Um, so to, to Mrs. McCool, um, thanks for putting up with Chadwick uh, and also so myself. It, it's a blessing. Uh, and it's a blessing for it, her to put up with me. There's no putting up. I stand by what I said, and to Dr. <laughs> wife, uh, yeah, I love you. 
Yes, to Dr. Wife, thank you for making me coffee when I visited. I appreciate you. Even though I took the skinny little Christmas mug that belonged to even, your little even one. Though, even though after she made you the coffee and she realized what coffee cup you drinking out of, we made fun of you mercilessly. I know. And your your son, I think I talked about it, he's like, you better bring that back. Like he thought I was leaving yeah. with it. Mason, that's Mason's favorite cup, man. He drink you know. when it's Christmas time and we're doing hot chocolate, even when we're not drinking hot chocolate. Like so so here's the here's the rub. I don't drink coffee. I never have uh, for things that you have to acquire a taste for. I don't need that in my life. You know what I didn't have to acquire a taste for steak. <laughs> you know what I didn't have to acquire a taste for little Debbie Swiss roll cakes. I had to acquire bigger pants for both of those, but I never had to acquire a taste for it because it was just there. You did but go coffee. No, I you did time. go through the season of Dunkachinos. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, and I still will get a good Dunkachino every so often where it's half coffee, half half hot chocolate. You know, I'm not above that. I don't know what they're really called. I don't know what they're called either. Were you with me the first time I ordered one of those? Uh, no, I was on the phone with you the first time you oh, ordered I, one of those. I knew you were part because, I, I, you know, we pulled up to the window and they're like, thank you for calling Dunkin' Donuts. They're not calling. Thanks for calling, coming to Dunkin' Donuts. What can I get you? And I was like, so – um. My wife told me about this thing that I should get, and she said it was called a Dunkachino, but I don't want to get made fun of for ordering that. So do you have something that's like half hot chocolate, half coffee? And they're like, oh, sir, no, that is that is a Dunkachino. And I was like, oh, well, then I'll have one of those things. That, so, yeah, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't drink coffee, okay? And so my youngest son obviously doesn't drink coffee because if you caffeinate that child – no, the world ends. The kids of the world ends. It's a pinballer. We're gonna, you know, that that the nuclear sirens will go off. North Korea is gonna be like it's happening, and then we're just all dead. Okay, so we don't. We try not to caffeinate him. Um, so much like me, I will carry a travel travel coffee mug around, uh, especially at work, so I feel like an adult uh, because everybody I work with drinks coffee. But in my travel coffee mug. Uh, is water <laughs> or uh, iced tea. One That's or right. two. Your uncle sigh. That's right. Um, and so Mayday, he will he will drink milk, he will drink water, he will drink apple juice, all out of his coffee mug, so he looks and feels like a big kid. But it's the smallest coffee mug ever. And when, when Chadwick drank out of it a few weeks ago, <laughs> before he went to school, he was like, you better not take that. <laughs> Like, just stared him down. You better not take that. He was going to hurt me. <laughs> if he came home and that mug was gone, he was going to hurt me. I don't know that he knows where Denver is, but I'm pretty sure he would have found it. So, coffee. Oh, no. What we no go ahead. What about coffee? Speaking of coffee and things that are made strong, you know what else is made strong? The, no, uh, well let me let me tell you. Blacksmith merchandise you at Senko Gana Armory. You, uh, you didn't come in quick enough, so let me just tell you. Well, well, wait. You know what else is made strong? The blacksmith well, merchandise waiting. at Senko Gana Armory. That's right. Way to come in strong for the finish, right? Senko Gana Armory. Let's talk about them for a second. Well, let's talk we? about them because I got something. It's 80 days till Christmas. Do you believe that? 80, 80 days. 80, 80 days. days till Christmas. 
Is that as of today or as of the release of this podcast? As of today. As of today. So I guess you can figure out when we record. (laughs) (laughs) It is October 5th. It is uh, just about 9 o'clock Mountain Daylight Time on October 5th, and it is 80 days till Christmas. And what would make a great Christmas on the Lord's time would make a great Christmas present is the fine blacksmith merchandise from St. Cagano Armory. I've given a bottle opener as a gift, and I I may give a a couple more as a gift this year. I uh, I, I too have given a bottle opener as a gift, and I've got a couple extra that I have uh, that have some names on them for some people here. But let me. Let me just run down some information for you. For those of you who are like, what is the St. Gagano Armory you're speaking of? Well, if that's your question, welcome to the dumpster fire of the podcast, okay? They are a stable company, unlike us. But uh, St. Gagano Armory is a premier destination for handcrafted blacksmith merchandise. They use traditional techniques to create unique and stunning pieces, each one embedded with the spirit of St. Gagano himself. Each item is a work of art crafted with care and great attention to detail. St. Gagano Armory believes that quality and authenticity are paramount, and that's why they use only the finest materials, and they take pride in their commitment to the traditional craftsmanship. The products are not only beautiful, but very functional. St. Gagano has you covered. A portion of all sales goes to different uh, community organizations. Uh, They're very big on giving back. So why settle for generic mass-produced items when you can own something hand-forged and unique and help out the community? Check them out today at stgalganoarmory.etsy.com. And St. Gagano Armory is spelt out S-A-I-N-T-G-A-L-G-A-N-O-A-R-M-O-R-Y. That is a mouthful. .etsy.com. Visit them today. Check out their selection of handcrafted blacksmith merchandise. Don't forget to check them out on the social media as well. At St. Gangano, I have some inside baseball that I don't know if I'm supposed to, to throw out there. Oh, I have uh, some but as I'm well. Going to. I have some as well. Uh, it's going to make you happy. We're getting, we're, we're getting blacksmith merchandise. No, there, could be, there could be blacksmith apparel. What did I say? Merchandise. You said the right Look, word. I'm so, afra- I'm so afraid to say apparel that I messed up the shtick. There could be blacksmith say... apparel coming. And Keith uh, is going to have a field day with this. Oh, man. I'm embarrassed. Uh, I, and I do know that the first go around, they won't have shirts to fit me. and, and so, um, But I need these shirts to sell quickly so I can buy myself one. Uh, I'm pretty excited. There will be blacksmith apparel because... Uh, again, if you're just joining, a few months ago, I couldn't say blacksmith merchandise. I kept saying blacksmith apparel. And then it was so ingrained in my head to never say blacksmith apparel, I messed up my tag. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever been legit embarrassed on the show, but right now I'm right there. Man. Well, well Andy, let's completely mess that up. Let's save this dumpster fire in my hands. I have an email. We get email. Email, email. Checking the email. So this email is from Jim. And it says, Dear Dear Andy and Chad, I love listening to your podcast. He he put my name first. I'm here for that. That's right. Dear Andy and Chad. It's just because it's alphabetical. Um, 
I love listening I'll to your podcast. I can get it. I'm writing to you today because I have a question about how to live out my faith in the modern world. I feel like I'm constantly bombarded with messages. Or sorry, I feel like I'm constantly bombarded with messages that are contrary to my Christian beliefs. It's hard to stay true to my faith when I'm surrounded by people who do not share my values. Do you have any advice? I can't believe they're coming to us for someone's coming to us for advice. But do you have any advice on how to live out my faith in a world that is ever hostile to to Christians? Thank you for your time and your consideration. Jim is a very polite and uh, well-written individual. Um, Well, I guess he wouldn't be well-written. He writes well. See, you're, contag- you're contagious. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Jim, if I can call you Jim. Uh, well, I guess I'm going to call you Jim because that's how you signed it. Um, there's a there's a long, drawn-out answer. Um, and don't, don't get me wrong, you're, you're probably going to get that long, drawn-out answer, too, because if Chad and I are good at anything, uh, it's talking. Um, but here's the short. Here's the short end of that puppy dog tale. Um, the short answer, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this from a company that is not very Christian in nature, okay? Uh, but follow me for a second, if you will. How do you live out your Christian faith in a time and an era and a place that doesn't really think it's okay? Uh, the short answer is um, just do it. Mm. I mean, you just you just have to do it. You have to. You have to live it out. You have yeah. to do what you know is right. You have to, you know, you know what scripture says, you know what the Bible teaches, you know, you know what's right and wrong. Right? So you live that out. You you love God, you put God first, uh, you follow his you, you follow his teachings, his commandments, his 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 will, right? Um so I, I'm a big person that I, I think the spirit will guide you. Uh, but I also think you have to check that spirit every so often uh, because sometimes yourself will disguise itself as the spirit and will tell you to do something that is completely anti-scriptural. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so you have, to, you have to check the nudges that you get from the spirit to make sure – you check that within the Bible, right? You just you find scripture, uh, do your research, but you, you follow scripture, you follow Christ, uh, live in his example – um, and you have to remember that the type of Jesus that's being portrayed now um, is this soft Jesus, and Jesus was in no way soft. Like, yes, he loved, and he and he he spent time with with those of ill repute, if you will. Um, but he was also harsh. You know, he he let them know. Like, he whipped people. He threw tables. He yelled. He was sarcastic. Um, so just do it. Yeah, I think you have to dig your heels in. You got to dare to be like Daniel, remain steadfast and devoted. And I think I think one way to help you just do it, Jim, if you're not doing this, is prayer and personal devotion, right? Like start your day in the Lord's word, even if it's just, you know, for five or ten minutes you know, start your day with the Lord's word and 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 have that opportunity to strengthen your relationship with God and 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 ask him and gain up. You know, it's like anything like working out or anything like ask him through prayer, but 
help build up your spiritual strength to face the challenges that you're facing. I think that's a. Yeah. And I, I would also add, like, you need fellowship and community, right? A, a, you know, I was just I think, about to say, you can't do it alone. No, you need to connect with other believers, other followers of Christ. I, I've uh, I've started to cease using the word Christian, and I've started using followers. But you need to connect with other other believers who share your values, right? Go to church. Um, get involved, you know, in any kind of small groups or any kind of discipleship group that your church may have and just have, you know, build yourself up if you don't have it and and just really embrace a supportive community that can help you stay grounded in the word. No, absolutely. Um, You start in the word and that's great, but it's so easy to fall into what is common commonly put as okay because that's what everybody else is doing Uh, i've referenced on on our episodes many many times that there are multiple mornings a week that i'm so i'm an hour ahead of chad right um and i don't care um there are multiple mornings a week that when as soon as i get in my truck and, and turn it on and my truck connects to the bluetooth um before I pull out of my garage, I'm calling Chad and we will talk the entire ride to my office. And there are times that I've sat in the parking garage at my office and we've talked five, 10 minutes. Sorry, boss, if you're listening, um, <laughs> five or 10 minutes past when I should be in there because something is that heavy going on. And I, I just need, I need some sort of guidance or I need, I just need someone to listen. Well, in right? your defense, so, so, you, you usually run in when you see your boss's vehicle pull up. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Chipper, man, if if Chip, if, if I beat Chip, but then Chip gets out of his car before I do, I, uh, I'm i like, well, got to go. Love you, bye. Click. <laughs> because I will be in that building before him. But, uh, you know, think, sometimes things get heavy. Uh, and if you've ever worked in retail or if you've ever worked in fast food, like it says, like you, you need help with carrying stuff, right? There are the bigger boxes. You have to do a team lift, I think is what it says on the. Oh, box. yes. Yeah. Use team uh, you got you to team lift it. Right. And so there are things in life that are too heavy to carry alone. And obviously you're going to throw those on Christ. Um, but you also throw those on your brothers and, and your sisters. Uh, who are walking through life with you. Uh, and so, you know, Chad, Chad is my guy. I, you know, I, I'm assuming I'm his guy. Um, as much time as we talk to each other, if we're not each other's guys, that's, that's awkward. Um, what, but, who are you? You know, no, you are, you're, you're one of a, I, I, I'm blessed to have a couple that I could go through for different things, but you're oh, my go you're my absolutely. go-to guy. So, but you know, you, you have that person that you go to that, one will listen to you and will only make fun of you a little bit and in, in, in a good way, right? And two, if you're just way out in left field, they're going to call you on it. Because mm-hmm. there there have been times that I was like, hey, man, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I read. This is where I'm going with this. And, like, I've looked at you and you just shook your head and have walked away. <laughs> and you're like, no, no, I need, to, I need to gain my thoughts and I'll be right back. Um, and likewise, there are times that you've said, and, and I mean, we had this conversation not too long ago about decorations in church. And I was like, you are, you're so far off base, you're stupid. Now, 
that being said, we have a relationship that I can say that, and it's not offensive. Um, at least I don't think it is. But that's just me. My decorations being Santa Claus is in church? No, no, we're on the same we're on the same page there. Oh, okay. Um, I couldn't remember. I've that. actually up. No, I've actually upset some people when it comes to Santa at church. Um, good story about that when I know there are no kids around. But anyway, um, yeah. So you got to have that person that's going to call you on your crap uh, and is gonna is gonna kind of keep you checked. So that's the the. I think that's how you do it. You ground yourself scripturally. You follow Christ. You get grouped in with people you're close with that are that are followers of Christ, um, and and you avoid avoid quote unquote theologians, pastors, heretics, um, apostates that that are preaching a complete false gospel. Right. Well, that's that, the other thing you've got to do. You've got to you got to avoid the false gospels. Well, and that's a good good point because that that brings up like theology matters. You oh, know, the, theology matters. So I would suggest you you know to to deepen your theology, to deepen your understanding of God's word, and that even if you are sitting underneath somebody who's you know either soft or or Lord forbid a, a, a false teacher, that you'd have that discernment. You know, you can. You'd have not just the discernment, but you'd have the understanding to back it up that you would, you know, with a right theology and and proper, you know, taking time to deepen your understanding of God's word and who God is will help you better articulate your your beliefs um, when you're discussing them with others or when you see somebody spreading, you know, coming at you with with bad theology, whether it's from the pulpit or across your desk at work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and be open to discussing your faith with non-believers. You know, I I'm preaching through Revelation at church, and and this week, this coming Sunday, we'll be in the the letter to the church at Sardis in in uh, Revelation three. And really, like their their main call, the the main thing Jesus had against them is they weren't preaching Jesus because they were afraid to upset the apple cart. You know, and and to kind of narrow it down in, in small things so don't be afraid right um engage in meaningful conversations with non-believers and and be a good listener right here adhere to james's words for us to be uh slow to speak and quick to listen be a good listener um try to avoid confrontational or judgmental attitudes and and really focus on on building bridges so that you have those bridges built to have opportunities to plant seeds and share the gospel yeah, I think it's a. Oh, sorry. I thought you were. You took a breath. My bad. I, I was going to make a slide comment that because we are called to share the gospel. The Great Commission is sharing the gospel. Don't be fooled by the trend that we're not called to share the gospel. No, absolutely. Um, and that that goes to the point I was about to make. Don't be afraid to talk about your faith. One of the biggest things that I would get from students and from uh, younger Christians, and when I say younger, I don't necessarily mean age, I mean um, time as a Christian, baby Christians, if you will. Um, well, I don't, what if they ask me a question I don't know? Or, or what if it's too deep of a question and I only touch it at a surface? It's okay to say you don't know. 
right? Somebody asks you a question, you don't know the answer. I don't know, but let me find out. I so I'm an ordained I'm an ordained minister. Um, I, I was in vocational ministry for a little bit. Um, I was in non-vocational ministry for a lot of bit, um, and I am doing what I'm doing now. I don't know everything about the Bible. Um, I've also never been to seminary. Chad, been to seminary, been in vocational ministry for a little bit, non-vocational ministry for a lot of bit as well. Um, does not know everything about the Bible. What? How I mean, dare there, you, sir? There are there there are multiple times when I was writing sermons on a regular basis that I'd call and be like, "Hey, I want to make sure I'm interpreting this right." Right? Hey, I want to make sure that I'm I'm doing this right. There are multiple times that Chad has called me, "Hey, you know, so and so has asked me this question. I just want to make sure that I, you know, how, what do you think about this response?" It's okay to to admit that you don't know everything. Absolutely. Nobody's expecting you to be perfect when you share your faith. Um, so the, one of the biggest ways you're going to share your faith is is by action, right? Uh, people care. Uh, what is the stats like? The way that you you act speaks greater about who you are than what you say, right? So yeah, if you're yeah. if you're I mean, out kicking puppies and and <laughs> cussing up people one side and down the other uh, and setting buildings and and houses on fire. But you're like, well, I love God and Jesus loves you. I don't know that that matches, right? But if you can say, hey, Jesus loves you, uh, and here's why I know that he loves you, and then you are are treating people the way Jesus wants you to treat people, and you are walking the walk, that walk is going to speak more than your lack of words. Yeah, I think at times our greatest testimony is silent. Absolutely. You know, what's that old saying, uh, a picture's worth a thousand words? You oh, know? I thought you meant my my grandpa's old famous saying, and it's, Andy, you're like a maggot on a turd pile. I'll just sit the seal and shut up. <laughs> that works. Not that saying? That works. We're not, we're, not, we're not going with that saying? The, that, the works too. Special? that works, too. That works, too. That works, too. You know, uh, another thing to help you through this, right, is in, in Matthew 5, right, Jesus teaches us to to not only to love our enemies, but to pray for those who persecute us. Um, because ultimately, um, they're, they're persecuting Jesus. They're not necessarily persecuting us. And so if you have folks in your life who are hostile to you um, and, and hostile to the, to the faith, like, pray for them. Um, and that could be a a really powerful way to respond, right? Like, I, and I don't mean it in an old Southern lady sort of way. Like, I'm going to pray for you, child. No, like, like pray for them. Let them know you're praying for them and just say, you know, that's that's how you feel. I'm, I'm going to pray for you anyway. Because sometimes people are going to tell you, I don't need you to pray for me. I mean, I, I know, like, asking people if I could pray for them has sometimes um, resulted in some pretty hostile responses, uh, particularly from servers at restaurants. But sometimes... Um, it's it, it's just brought out incredibly sweet times and conversation. And so pray for those folks who are hostile to you. And, and I think that's a, a really powerful way to respond. I mean, uh, Puritan Thomas Thomas Manton said that when we pray, um, these are our sermons that we preach to ourselves and God hears. And sometimes I think prayers like that 
um, praying for those who are against us are, are uh, more times than not our prayers that we need to hear ourselves. And remember your purpose, right? Ultimately, as a believer, your purpose is to glorify God and share the message of, of Christ's salvation. And, and so remember that, that that's share that message, but keep that message central in your life. I was trying to find a quote. I'm sorry. And I, I can't, it, it's not pulling up. So my wise words are not, are not here. So you have non-wise words instead. Have you ever talked to me? Of course I have not. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I think, you know, there, there's a there's a couple of other things I think that we could point out to you. But but ultimately, and I think Andy will agree with this, right? Lean on the Lord. Um, remember that no matter what you what you need to take on, that that our strength comes from our relationship with God. So lean on him. In, in in times of difficulty and in, in maybe in, in if you're ha- struggling in certain relationships because of your faith, lean on him and trust that he will guide you in in living out your faith in, in what is an ever challenging world. And it's not just the outside world anymore. I mean, it's become challenging um, in our in our very in our most intimate relationships with family and, and friends and and coworkers and where we go for third places and things like that. So lean on the Lord. I'm um, trusting him. Um, let him lead you. Um, and, and there's nothing you can do to make yourself perfect. Right. Re- remember that the Lord uses crooked sticks to draw straight lines. And I will say Andy and I are the crookedest of sticks. Whoa, 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 sir. I'm more just, like a log. <laughs> bump on a log. With large bumps. <laughs> but lean on the Lord. And just just trusting him to lead you in those situations, right? He'll let the spirit guide you what you need to say, what not to say, and just um, just be patient, be patient now, and trust and know that he is Lord. Now, what we are not saying is to avoid those people who are not following Christ. Oh, no, absolutely not. So don't don't mistake that. So we were going through Psalm one. And and if you read Psalm one at face value, you know, you would think that you need to stay away from the sinners and the scoffers. And that's not the case. Right. We're called to be around them, but not be in them, if that makes sense. Well, that sounded really bad. Let's reword that. Right. I mean, Um, you need to trust the company you keep. You know, I mean, you're you're in the world. We're, We're all in the world. We're doing business in the world. You're. You're buying coffee. You're for Andy. What's what's the the youth the youth pastor thing? Uh, be in the world, not of the world. Yeah, that's scripture. Yeah. Well, shut up. <laughs> Every youth pastor that I've ever hung out with, like that was his big thing. Like he'd be he'd be leaving leading the service. He's like, remember, as you go out. Students, hear me. Be in, not be of. Oh, that 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 heartfelt plea at the end before he started strumming and he needed yeah, to get I mean, out of his skinny jeans. Yeah. So, 
but yeah, I mean that, that that's important to remember. Like you don't shun them. You have to love them because if you don't love them, who's going to show them the love of Christ? Because Amen. here's the thing: if you don't love them and aren't showing them the love of Christ, you're going to get people that come along who are um, not preaching correct theology, and they're going to love them, and they're going to continue to spread this this poor theology around, and it's it, it, sending them it's sending people to hell, and it's spreading like wildfire. I mean, it's there's bad theology everywhere. So, and you think it's it's simple and it's easy and it's not that dangerous, but it's dangerous. It it most certainly is dangerous. So, you know, don't don't shun the world, but definitely don't don't let it don't let it soil you. Mm, amen. That's a good word. And see, we do have people who send us email, and if you want to send us email, and we can uh, <laughs> hash out your question. Uh, on one of these episodes in a in a dumpster fire episode, it's a uh, hillhipsterpod at gmail dot com. Look, it may it may smell smoky, but where there's smoke, there's fire, and where there's fire in a dumpster, you'll have Chad Nandy. <laughs> That's tweetable. That is, you know, I I I think you know, Jim, just you know. Trust in the Lord, pray, be in scripture. I mean, all the things we said and just know and, and find yourself a solid church um, with solid Amen. biblical preaching. Yeah, I mean, your pastor doesn't have to be the best preacher. He doesn't have to wear, you know, thousand dollar bespoke Jordans and have a two hundred fifty dollar haircut. And, you know, he, I mean, he could be. You know, just a regular guy. It's OK. You don't need the cool pastor. Um, Just have somebody that can pour into you that you can ask these questions to and you know if you don't have a local church i mean you could reach out to us and we could try to find one wherever you are you didn't say where you were from um you know it's all it's not just jim either that's that goes for anybody listening and this all makes me think about the way culture is and in a very hostile world and so like last saturday i saw I saw a movie. I saw The Blind, which if you can see it, by the time this comes out, you, you may not have a chance. It's only going to be in for about a few more days this week. And hopefully this movie gets picked up. But this is basically uh, the Phil Robertson of Duck Commander biopic of how he came to the Lord. Um, and it's really it's an incredible oh, yeah, yeah. story of redemption. I mean, it's very well done. I mean, it's a, it's a really good movie. It's an incredible story of redemption and how. Um, not just that that time of conversion and the redemption that Christ, you know, faith in Christ gives us and, and, and delivers the things that it delivers us from. But you could look back in your lifetime um, and, you know, it's particularly if you came to Christ at an older age, you know, not as a child. And you could look back and see the Lord's hand in your life. Right. And see the Lord's even when you were even when you were railing against him. And see the Lord's hand in your life, you know, protecting you, lifting you up, um, blessing you in so many areas. And so I I will I would suggest um, go see it if you can, uh, if it comes out in streaming or in some capacity. I I mean, I really hope it gets picked up because I think people need to see this movie. It's a good movie. I'm I'm actually I've pulled up my theater. I think 
if you're in the Owensboro area, it's showing. You it's... only have a couple of days because it's getting bumped by Taylor Swift. Because <laughs> Lord knows we all need more Taylor Swift in our lives. Do we? Well, no, I, that's a joke. I mean, you can't. Now Taylor Swift's the lead story in any NFL story. It's like people are like, it's, the, the big lead this week is that the Chiefs played a Broncos twice this month, you know, one in Denver, one in Kansas City. And the big story was, do you t- think Taylor Swift will be here? She just played a concert here a couple of months ago. I wonder if she'll be here. And it was like a 10-minute dialogue about whether or not Taylor Swift's going to be at Mile High to watch her possible boyfriend play football. Uh, no, so it's actually, if I'm not mistaken... It's it's on through next week, through at least next Thursday. Okay, so maybe they picked it up for another week. So, because I may go, I may I may go see that next week. I'd forgot it, that it was coming out. And it I, doesn't have a I full distribution deal, so I know it's sort of like a small thing. And I bought a ticket, you know, through some uh, advertisement from the family a while ago. So, but yeah, go see the blind. Good movie. That uh, we may have a podcast about that coming up if I can get to see it. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, Chad, uh, what's what's been good for you this week? Um, I think the a good thing this week was not only the the gift was great, right? The pastor appreciation gift, but the card that accompanied it, and some kind words, and and some. Some really good conversation with a potential church member today and, and running into um, another pastor friend of mine that I haven't seen for a while um, and just in the same spot and being able to connect with him. I think today was a, a good day I needed to just be out and about and have some really good conversation because uh, uh, spiritual warfare is real and I've been under it for about six weeks now and uh and the enemies crept into my church, and it's um, sometimes it's just a, a little overwhelming. And so I, I also need to repent at times because I don't follow the advice I gave to Jim. And sometimes I don't sit and let God lead, and I try to take care of these things on my own. Well, and I think it's important to remember that, like, pastors, uh, pastors aren't perfect people. Uh, we we struggled just like everyone else. Uh, there are times that when your pastor is preaching on Sunday mornings and you're like, man, who is this dude talking to? Like, who struggles with this? Uh, there's a good chance he's talking about himself. Absolutely. Uh, there have been numerous times that, I mean, I've gone hard from the pulpit. And somebody would come up to me and like, oh, Andy, you stepped on my toes, man. Uh, that whole sermon you, you stepped on, I said, that's cool, because I was stomping on mine. And just think, I prepped this for about two weeks. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you feel like, man, like, are they? do they have cameras into your life where they're watching you because they're just stepping on your toes? We do. There, and we do. That's right. I, I'll admit it. We do. Um, but we're also, like, we're stomping on our own feet. Amen. If we're stepping on yours, we're probably stomping on ours. Or at least the spirits definitely stomped on it for whatever your prep time was two weeks a week. That Absolutely. Saturday, that late Saturday night. That late Saturday night session. when you're 
when you're like, well, crap, I knew I forgot something this week. Yeah. Flandy? I'm going to give you the last word, man. 80 days to Christmas. That's kind of depressing. So, uh, hold on. I got to do some some quick math. As of recording, it's October tw- or it's October 5th. There are 31 days in October. So what are we 25, 26, 27 days from November 1st? Is that That sounds about right. Sounds about right. Um I know that everybody's like, "Oh, it's Halloween." Halloween and Reformation Day. It's Reformation Day. It's Reformation Month. Whatever you want to call it. Um, but everyone needs to be aware of what is going on. So, so I don't. uh, Let's let's sidetrack and let's go down a short. I thought I was getting the last word. What's going on? You'll get the last word, but this (laughs) popped into my head, so I'm going to take the last segment. Um. So we had that FEMA emergency like tone that came through they said it was going to come through at oh yeah uh uh 220 eastern and it was 120 central um yeah but they they really messed with my head because it was at 18 after instead of 20 after uh like scared the bejesus out of me um and so like you know there's all kinds of conspiracy theories they're trying to prep us they're you know they're implanting us with this um I have uncovered the real reason why they are testing that. I I know the plan um, that is that is the government's doing, uh, and I'm gonna break that news right now. Do we need wait? Dun 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 dun. dun. Breaking news. My computer just went black for a second, so I thought I lost you. I was like, man, the government really is listening. All right, so here is the breaking news as to why – what did I say, 26 days, 27? Yeah, 27. Mariah Carey is unthawing. Oh, dear Lord, no. I thought of you because and she's coming here. She's coming here to sing that stupid song. And November 1st, and I know, I know there are some of you, and I believe Chadwick is one of them, that you can't listen to Christmas songs before uh, uh, the day after Thanksgiving. But I promise you that November 1st, Mariah will be thawed. And on at least every radio near Andy Crow. On November 1st, how are we friends? I will be driving down Highway 54 uh, towards my office, windows down. I may have to take the boys to school that day. And as soon as I hit 54, you're going to hear, I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. She's coming back, guys. That's what the announcement was for. That's what the sound was for. Um, I do. Uh, I have. I have good, I good you. intel. I have good intel that tells me that that announcement tone is going to be replaced. Is going to be replaced with that song on uh, November first at nine a.m. Eastern. So uh, you heard it here first. Breaking news. 
Just to add uh, to the conspiracies that are going around. You, All right, you buddy, I'm going to give you the last word on that. All right, so don't forget to connect with us on, on Twitter, at HillHipsterPod. You can email us, HillHipsterPod at gmail.com. Uh, connect with St. Algano Armory. Don't forget to check out their shop, stalgonoarmory.etsy.com. And uh, connect with them on social media, both uh, Twitter and Instagram, at St. Galgano. And so my last word is this, Andy. Before I I've tell never you, been more excited for your last word. Before I tell you that. Because I don't the, know what it is. The Lord is with you and he is for you. And get to church this Sunday. If you haven't been for a while, find a find a Bible preaching, uh, just a, a good church. Baptize your kids. Uh Raise them up in the Lord. Share the gospel. And my last word for this week is this, Andy. If not a Christian nation, then whose nation? Be blessed. That's a good one. (laughs) Where's the record button to stop it?